Welcome to episode nine of the Fast Break. I'm your host, Ben Hicks, and I got my co-host, Aaron Spew, and special guest, Nick Goldie, with me today. How are you guys doing? Doing good. I'm doing... Preface this by saying... Listen to this with uh, a little bit of precaution, because Ben may, may not be thinking correctly right now. It, if you're wondering what Aaron's talking about, I recommend you go back and watch yesterday's episode before you watch today's. I made a very bold take in their opinion. Um, when I left Ben Simmons out of my top 10 point guards, and in my opinion, he's not even a top 15 point guard in the NBA currently. But, oh uh, Insanity. Yes, we were talking about the Philadelphia 76ers once again, so we'll get into that debate uh, in a few minutes. Um, for those of you who do not know, the 76ers hired Daryl Morey, previously of the, Philadelphia, uh, the uh, Houston Rockets, rather, to uh, oversee basketball operations for them. Um, so we're just going to kind of preview where we think the Sixers will go moving forward. Aaron, do you want to start us off with uh, your thoughts on the hiring overall? Yeah, well, they also hired Doc Rivers, so they're trying to obviously get some changes in the front office. I think Elton Brand is still technically there, but uh, Daryl Morey will still probably be the one in charge. But overall, this is I think this team is really a challenge, but no one can really be untouchable. Remember, this team was one shot away from – making it into the finals, and since then, they've really only came down. Moore really needs to completely reset this team, in my opinion. Nick? I think that every single player on this team is at risk of leaving. The only one who I think is safe is Ben Simmons, which I know Ben will disagree with. I would trade Ben Simmons for a coffee machine, honestly. For what? I didn't hear you, sorry. Coffee machine. I think you can get a lot of good offer products for Ben Simmons. I don't think he's worth I don't think he's worth anything. Him and Kyle Korver can join the club. <laughs> yes. Uh, I would play uh is there I don't think um CJ McConnell is still their backup point guard, but I would in a heartbeat play CJ McConnell for Ben Simmons. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> now, now, you're really leaning into this now. Um I think our, our, our filming has has made me like hate Ben Simmons. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Um, okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll kind of get started here. I think we definitely covered it. Definitely need to make uh, lineup changes. I think we can go over their three star players, Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, and Ben Simmons. Tobias um, Harris is not a star. Well, they're paying him max contracts, so they're paying him like he's a star. Uh, we'll start with Ben Simmons. Uh, I don't think he fits Daryl Morey's... Uh, Daryl Morey's scheme as a small athletic shooting team because, again, Ben Simmons is big. He can't shoot, and I don't think he's as athletic as you guys give him credit for. I I disagree with Well, I think there's a lot of different ways Daryl Morey can take this team. Obviously, Elton Brand was a name chaser, and he went to to all the top names available and tried to put them together, but just didn't work. And Daryl Morey is the opposite. Last season, he turned Daniel House, Ben McMore, uh, P.J. Tucker, Eric Gordon, and he, he kind of gave them all a role so they could play it well. But I'm not sure how he's going to be able to give all these players a purpose and make them fit well. Yep, he's very analytically based, I will say that. Um, kind of like the, the money ball of basketball, per se. Um, but, uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, he, he definitely changed some typically role players, even bench players, into giving them a solid role with a playoff team. Up two comments on this. First, I think Elton Brand did okay with the role players, but I think he did one of the worst jobs in general manager history over the last two years with the 76ers team. Which was? 
which was signing Tobias Harris to a max contract. They have two of probably the top three worst contracts in the NBA on their team right now. Tobias Harris is signed to a max contract for four years. Al Horford, who is two years, I think, away from retirement, is now making about $30 million a year. 27, yes. 27, yeah. And All right, my second... um, You can go ahead. I think Ben Simmons is... I, I don't think this is going to sound crazy now. I think he's going to be the perfect player for Daryl Morey. I mean, yeah, for Daryl Morey's sister. Really so, so, so I, I, let I me explain. Ben Simmons will make $170 million over five years. Let me, he's not worth any of that. I would pay him $5 million a year back. Let me explain. So, Daryl Morey's system has always been, like, pace and space, pushing the ball and kicking out for threes. Yep. Ben okay. Simmons is one of the best drivers and passers in the NBA. If you're able to surround him... I agree with that. I agree with that. Therefore, I think if you can surround him like Daryl Morey's done in the past with very good shooters and very good shot creators around him, I think if you can get four players who show 35% or more from three, you can put Ben Simmons in the paint. 35 isn't that great. That's not very high. Like 40, you can say 40 then. But as players who can shoot consistently, that Ben Simmons create and drive and kick out for wide open threes, I think that it might not... He might not be like, like... Numbers wise, the best player, but I think that scheme wise, he can fit the role of James Harden without the shooting, and he just can get better shooters around him. I kind of want to. Here's where Aaron, go ahead. I, I just want to clear something up, and because I don't think uh, Daryl Moore necessarily has a system. I think that could have also been in big part Mike D- D'Antoni's True, system, yeah. because I think a lot of the teams start with the coaching, and Doc Rivers, he's not really an analytics coach, and. I, I don't know. Does Maury want his players to shoot threes? Because in Houston, that's how they won their games. But I really think it has a lot to do with the coach and whether they have a three-point shooting coach who wants their team to be based on analytics and small ball. I don't think Maury's completely responsible on how the Rockets played last year. So I think Ben Simmons still can work with Daryl Maury, per se. I'm not sure her overall with Doc Rivers and how that team will turn out. I think Daryl Morey actually is a big part in that. Uh, he runs like a, I think he runs like the annual the annual sports analytic like convention or something something along those lines. Uh, and obviously, people have all this, the basketball analytics threes are if you shoot threes at a high percentage, you're going to win more games than making twos. Obviously, there, there's some downside to that when the Rockets missed like 27 in a row that obviously killed them. Uh, the reason I, I disagree with Nick when you put uh, Ben Simmons like one of the worst three point shooters in my opinion, the worst three point shooter in the league. Uh, with, with guys that, that can shoot good. You, you look at LeBron a few years ago um, when Magic built that LeBron team that missed the playoffs. I think that was two years ago now. LeBron is obviously a better shooter, a better shooter than Ben Simmons, but he's not a great shooter. He's very streaky and consistent. And when they, they put some some good above-average shooters around him, the team it just didn't work. So that's why I think they need to get rid of Ben Simmons and have a lineup with five three-point shooters. I think you got you got to go all or nothing. So are you... Uh, I guess saying that the team would need to build around Joel Embiid then, if you're yeah. saying you need five shooters and get rid of Ben Simmons? That's what I'm saying. I think a lot of the people, okay. unlike me, are high on Ben Simmons. I think you can get some really good assets with draft picks, with uh, good uh, rotational point players for Ben Yes, I think, um, I think that... Ben Simmons is definitely the more, un, like, harder route to become successful with, but I think he has a higher upside. 
Um, if you I build if you build around Joe, um, Joel, you'll still need shooters because he's a paint, um, excuse me, paint player. That's where he's his best at. But I think that one of one of the two of Joel and um, Ben Simmons is out. I think uh, also they should try to, to get rid of Tobias Harris too. I think he's a solid player, but he's his contract's really hurting them right now. If they can dump him for like one pick or get a solid player and just dump the salary, um. I think that that'll do them some good. Yeah, well, I think they could try to get rid of Tobias Harris and Al Horford, but one thing that you have to notice that this team, they don't have any real three-point shooters. J.J. Redick was definitely their uh, three-point shooter last year, and this year they didn't really, but they also don't have a crunch time like shot creator. Jimmy Butler played that role last year, or not last year, a couple years ago, and right now Tobias Harris actually was, yeah, two years ago, this year, Tobias Harris was their crunch time shot creator. They didn't have someone to shoot the final shot, and I think you're going to have to get someone in return for Tobias Harris that is going to be able to do that, and it's going to be hard to find a team who's willing to take that salary. Um, I Nick, think you I have two. I have a trade for both those players to try and get them out, hypothetical ones. You obviously can't put them in the, in the same package. It's yeah, just too much money. No, it'd be two different trades. So I think Al Horford to the Kings for Buddy Heald. I've actually seen this. You throw in picks. You'd have to throw in picks. I've seen this, but I think you have to throw in like TJ McConnell or something like that. I don't. Buddy Heald. He's not there there anymore. Oh, he's not? Oh, he's on the Pacers now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, my bad. You have to throw in some rotational pieces. Yeah. Um. I also I think, think Buddy Hill's a top two shooting guard in the NBA, so I don't think the King. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I am. Uh, he's not top five, but I'm st- I think Buddy Heald's a really good player. I, I don't think there's any way the Kings would make yeah. that trade. The only reason I say that is just because Buddy Heald definitely does not seem like he wants to be on the Kings. Um, exactly. And Al Horford, I think, is just a veteran center that can help guide uh, Marvin Bagley to becoming the player he's going to be. And then for Tobias Harris, I think they could get him for Otto Porter, who still is making a lot of money, but his, his, I think he has an expiring contract this year. So you're able yep, to you're right. yeah you're able to dump the money sooner and Otto Porter is still a I think he shot around forty percent from three maybe a little lower so we I still make some shooting and you can I get rid of a contract I, sooner. I think that, that's a really good one there, Nick. Bulls would agree with it, but I, I'm not sure the the Sixers might want to pay more, but I, I think that's yeah. I look like Aaron cut out a little bit there. Um, I'll pick it back up. I think Aaron did make a good point. They didn't really have a they didn't have a uh, clutch shot shot maker or shot maker last year. I think that needs to be your point guard. Ben Simmons cannot shoot to save his life. The worst shooter in the NBA, in my opinion. You guys probably probably uh, have the disagreements with that. Um, so I think you package him out for guys that that can hit shots because I think hitting in the NBA, especially with all the fouls, you're going to have a lot of high scoring close games. So I think it's pretty important to have guys that can make the clutch shot late in the game. Yeah. One way they could do this, another hypothetical trade. Joel Embiid, you could do him either for Paul George to the Clippers, for Bradley Beal and the Wizards, or one that I think is unlikely, but James Harden. Because I think James Harden still wants to be playing with Daryl Morey. Well, I I don't know if my quality's any better, but I do know that there's been a lot of hypotheticals going around with James Harden and Daryl Morey's expressed that he would like to see James Harden on his team again, but I think every GM in the league wants James Harden on their team, so I don't know how easy it's going to be to get him. Yeah. 
it, a lot of those trades would be pretty hard. I do see that the Bradley Beal one I've seen in rumors, and I think it's possible. Um, He's he got a lot of work to do, clearly. Um, the process, I think it's safe to say, did not work out as the, as the Sixers thought it would. But I think they still have a lot of pieces that they can flip to uh, rebuild this team into a great team from a good team. Yeah. Yeah, there are uh, endless, endless amounts of um, hypothetical trades you could throw in with the Sixers, though, with this, all the pieces they have around. Yeah, there's a lot of options. Any last things to add before we uh, call it a day? Uh, do you guys have predictions for the team next year? I did not because I think it all depends on how many roster moves they make. Uh, if, they, if they keep the current roster probably the same place they've been, 46, 47 wins in the playoff team. Well, yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll let Nick go after me, but I see them going five or six. I would say the Bucks are still better, the Celtics are still better, the Raptors and Heat are still better. Pacers probably aren't as good as they were last year, but still the Nets, a regular season team though. Yeah, the, the Nets are a bit of a wild card, but I still think they'll be better. Hawks will be pretty good too. Yeah, I um I think that the Sixers, if they make the right moves, can throw themselves into that group of like the Celtics and the Raptors and the Bucks. Yeah, but, like the, the, I think a bit yeah. at best they can be around the two three line. Now worse, I can see them being eight or even nine missing the playoffs. I don't think missing the playoffs is likely. It obviously could happen just because of the inconsistency of Joel Embiid. But yep. um, I think if they're just able to get solid players around their core, I think that they can put themselves in contention. Well, before we wrap up, I just I just want to talk about what Daryl Moore has done so far. and I think he's done a pretty good job. He's added three new assistant coaches that are all aspiring future head coaches. They're all... Uh, really good. I don't know about all of them because some of them are not names that everybody's heard of, but I think they're all pretty good. And Elton Brand, he he had a pretty good coaching staff in Philly, but I think that what Daryl Moore has done so far is he's helped with this coaching staff and it's, it's going to need a little bit of time to see how things work out, but I, I think Daryl Moore is not afraid to make changes if it comes to it. Yep. Alright, that'll wrap up today's episode. Thanks for listening.